it's sunny in the shade get into it and we are back with another one so let's go ahead and get this thing started and once again it's sunny in the shade i am Dwayne. i am trippy j Yep, thank you again for uh, sitting down with me. It is a pleasure to definitely be thank the, you. on the so, shadiest podcast. Again. And I thought it was super important because you are Generation Z, and I'm definitely like first-gen millennial, so it's a nice gap between us two. And the subject today, we got to make sure that you know we have somebody who's from the era to really kind of lend their voice. So thank you so much for being here. But before we get started, let's level the room, okay? So uh, on social media, we want to make sure that the co-hosts, you guys, are able to go ahead and chime in. So you jump in those uh, inboxes on Facebook and also on Instagram. Uh, email us, and it's all at It's Sunny in the Shade. And how it's said is how it's spelled. So uh, also, if you want to get the latest notification for our episodes, make sure you're looking for us on Anchor, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and anywhere podcasts are available. Let's get into it. All right. All right. So today we wanted to make, I wanted to bring up the topic of being a part of the cancel culture. Yes, I think the shit is running rapid because <laughs> we will cancel or rampant rather. Let me say that correctly. It's running fucking rampant. Uh, and the whole thing with cancel culture, it really kind of just blows me that it's so many people that we've thrown away. So we're going to kind of like sift through some of the the notables. Let's play in the trash a little bit. <laughs> and then we're going to also have an honorable mention or two or Ready? three or ooh. Oh, you came forward today, huh? <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, talking about cancel culture. So according to our research and also uh, working with our friends and getting information from thethings.com, um, one person, and y'all may not know because we are very Afrocentric of a podcast, but what I understand, we're not a monolithic culture. And sometimes we kind of, you know, follow people who are not. A part of the culture they're not born into it rather yes so uh or the race to be specific so the first person is uh shane dawson honestly millennial talking i didn't know who the fuck he was shane 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 he he was a youtuber who he did like a bunch of skits and things but when he first started out like most people they adapted the raunchy black woman persona and he had one name shaniqua Oh, and Shaniqua was like a little call center chick who always like very much so exaggerated the black female for like so the the stereotype of a black stereotype so black female. Let me ask you: Was he in blackface? He was not in blackface. Okay, but he had like get up on it. I'm thinking yeah, YouTube like that. And he oh would pop in with my baby daddy with all my kids, and I'm oh. over here on food stamps, and ain't nothing happening, and that. That's what he did. Okay. Okay. That's that's kind of that's bullshit. And everybody so, was like, "Ooh, that's making me want to." So he did more after that. He did. He did more, and it was just like he got a little attention, and he was canceled. He's probably one of the second most canceled Caucasian male YouTube personalities there is outside of Jeffrey Star. And oh, we can shit. tie into that because they work together. Oh, oh, and Jeffrey Star, if 
some of the co-hosts don't know who the fuck that is. Jeffree Star was someone who was dating this black NBA player, basketball player. And um, she took like a thirst trap picture kind of sitting on this. And I'm, what's Jeffree Star's pronouns? Because I'm saying she. I'm not sure of the pronouns. Okay. That's why I'm just like Jeffree Star. Yeah. Okay. So Jeffree Star took a thirst pack, thirst trap picture right and jeffrey star was like back to the camera sitting on in some some guy's lap who's clearly african-american or black and he's tattooed up and you know in our culture that's that's kind of like okay that's trade so that's that's the that's the thing everybody likes so immediately that picture went like viral so everyone was trying to figure out who the fuck was this and then long story short with the interaction and that picture the backstory is jeffrey star uh, according to rumors, so allegedly Jeffrey Star paid this guy fifty thousand dollars to be basically a social media stunt for them. And on according to the guy, Jeffrey Jeffrey Star actually just opened a house up to him, and he was basically like dusty trade mentality. Like, okay, I'm having baby mama problems. I want to get away from my issues, and I'm gonna come and hang with you, Jeffrey Star. And according to his uh, interview that he had with uh, Jason Lee um, on Hollywood Unlocked, <clears throat> shout out to Jason Lee because I watch him like religiously. But um, the guy and I forgot his name, but he um, actually revealed that they were just hanging out or whatever. And Jeffrey Star can't take no dick. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, like he really just. Uh huh, honey. Ooh, he gave us gave but us everything. The picture kind of came. It all kind of came out, and you can see where it can be a PR stunt because yeah. he had like this YouTube segment with Shane Dawson okay. to like explore his racist yeah. background because he's had like a very controversial one from like screaming the n-word talking about oh let's throw battery acid on like this dark-skinned girl to make her look prettier that's what jeffrey star said he had a lipstick campaign that was called lipstick nazi where he was dressed as hitler i remember he, that he's done like a a lot, lot of problematic shit so why the fuck we didn't start with jeffrey star because i'm like he, he's this bitch lot, is, is left field and for shane dawson to come along and make this youtube video uh-huh. to like dive into his life and we it's kind of like jeff star is playing like this little hurt puppy role and it was just like oh mm. i didn't have friends or oh nobody understood me and he even tied in like his history with self-harm he was just like i was angry so i was projecting my anger onto other people mm. so we were just the whole segment of that was like okay let's accept what he did to other races because he's a hurt person see that that and shit he, they that, pushed the whole hurt people hurt people narrative yeah which is <sighs> I'm very conflicted because I do believe that that is a very true statement, but motherfuckers find it so convenient to grab onto that idea and push that bullshit. And that's the part like with Jeffree Star, I'm like, bitch, when you're doing shit like marketing campaigns and you're doing Nazi lipstick and that type of shit, like that is a conscious move. That's not something like, oh, well, it was a last minute change and oop. I'm in or a Nazi suit. Like or, a, oop. Yes, it can't be like a oop that kind of slid under there, but no. Lipstick Nazi 
And they even had like he used his initials to kind of position to even like look like a swastika. So everybody See, was just like, "We're ta- like Jeffrey's." St- oh it, my! This God. was like this was probably like another council where like more he lost and like Morphe was like, "Oh, we're not gonna do this." And if you don't right. know who Morphe is, it's one of like the largest retail makeup stores. We out went there. to Morphe in Atlanta, and they, Morphe was like. Yeah, you ain't finna be on our shelves for a while, right. which led him to open up, you know, his own brand or whatever. Okay, so he has his, his own kind of makeup boutique yeah. type of situation. So wow, and the fact is, why we chose to cancel is because we know of his racist background history, and yeah. yet he was still allowed to thrive and become like a literally a multimillionaire. Because if you look at his profiles, mm-hmm. he has very much so expensive sports cars and several houses, and and able to eat off of like solid gold silverware so wow yeah so he's gotten rewarded for being just a, a very jackass. hurtful person fuck jeff for star okay so, and shane dawson if you in that camp with that bullshit fuck you too okay so um i actually heard this girl's music before yes. but I can't say that she's in my playlist, but now I'm a little self-conscious. The next person we're talking about is Lana Del Rey. We, she was canceled, but her angling of what was doing, she would just try to redirect how the public was coming at her on her music. Now, if you don't listen to any of her music or you don't know anything about her, she's, she gives you more of that Mm -hmm. heartbreak, Breakup music like this guy was my everything and now he's gone so mm. i am thus nothing and okay. with femininity and like feminist movement and we can see the progression of the female society they're like you shouldn't be defined by a man or mm-hmm. you shouldn't make music like this telling young girls like oh if you don't find no man it's no hope for you or oh if this man leaves you you are thus worthless okay so she released like this long letter and she called out some famous names such as Doja Cat, Ariana Grande, Megan really? Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj. And she was saying they can talk about what they do to men, like sexually or however. She was like, nobody's right. coming for them on how they're talking about right. men. But if I talk about if I talk about them in this way, I'm canceled and I don't think that's fair. Well, so they and tried according to make to, it a race thing. Right. And according to the things.com, they're reporting that uh Lana Del Rey, she people accused her allegedly of not having songs that empower women. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Most like most of her tracks are sad breakup songs, like you have one, the most more famous. Like the one we're looking at now, that's from a single called Born to Die. So she's basically talking about she met this man right. and this was her reason for living. But she also named Beyonce in a string of celebrities that she named like they're, they don't empower women. And everybody knows all the single ladies like Freakum Dress. Freakum Dress. Like, yeah. Oh, like, you, you know, you know them all. So for her to fuck with the beehive and think she going to survive. Has she ever heard of Carrie Hilson? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Carrie said one line and the beehive shut that shit down. So that's very interesting. Okay. So uh, the next person that I wanted to mention is Jimmy Fallon, which is one of my absolute favorite people like who has any type of comedy 
chops. He's one of those. He's a South. Uh, I'm sorry. He's a Saturday Night Live alumni. Okay. And so he did a lot of shit. Like, okay, there might be you. You co-host. You might find this uh, clip on YouTube where it's him and it's another person who's on Saturday Night Live, and they had Janet Jackson on there. So the whole idea they were taking a group to tour a cork soaking um, facility in Italy. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing, they, the joke was that they, everyone was like, Oh, I've been here for 70 years and I soak cork, but it's very close to saying sucking cock. Uh, so national TV, that was a good, good one. And so that's what, that was one of those that made me fall in love with them. Now, you know, black culture is not monolithic experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it varies. And so we sometimes pull in, uh, folks who kind of are in tune with us. And Jimmy Fallon was one of those. I think we kind of adopt as like, this is my white best friend type of thing. So it's quite interesting that he's on the council list. Um, but I think it is due to the fact that when people find out who you are as a celebrity, um, definitely, I think millennials and general uh, generation Z both do this alike. We go back and look for your old shit to get to know who you are and see where you came from and things like that. In uncovering all of that, he did blackface before. Oh, no. And that's one of the ultimate no-nos. So that's why I asked about like with um, the other guy, Sean Dawson. Shane. Shane, sorry, sorry. Shane Dawson. Um, about did he do blackface when he was like doing the imitation of the stereotypical black woman thing, ghetto black woman. So, yeah, with Jimmy Fallon, it, it's, it, it's really... Um, his old shit, it became viral according to the things.com, you know, doing blackface and the footage. It dated from around maybe 2000. So it's about 20, 21 years ago, which is a very long time where your shit to just hang out like that. And now you're getting canceled. And so, yeah, he also, he has like the roots on, you know, on his show. Um, he's very in tune with like, the music that we love as a culture and folks who were very, you know, influential in our culture. So it's quite interesting that he's on a council list. Well, it's funny that you say that because you were, we were talking about canceling and I was just curious to see, did Shane Dawson actually do blackface and Mm. the results are shocking. But that means he did fuck Shane Dawson. Oh yeah. We're looking at a video now in studio. I mean, a, a photo Shane Dawson has done blackface more than one time. More than one time. Different characters. Yeah. We ain't feeling that shit. Yeah. That ain't cool. So, yeah. So, maybe he he earned his stripes to be on that list. To be canceled. Um, so, I know this is your girl. We about to go ahead and mention her. And, and Yeah. So, this is going to be a hard part of this conversation. Doja Cat. This is Doja. But her cancellation comes from a lot of people not respecting um, mixed race African-Americans because they didn't give her the chance. They're like, I, we all enjoy comedians. So Dave, we can take Dave Chappelle, for example. He had like a lot of jokes that dealt with racism. And anti-trans. Yeah. And anti-trans things. But Doja never 
said anything anti-trans, okay. but she laughed at racist jokes online. And let's stop right there. Let's make sure we pay some bills. This is a very good cliffhanger because I'm really waiting to see what you're going to unpack on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to pay some bills, y'all, and we're going to come right back and we're going to get back on top of this cancel culture uh, starring Doja Cat at the moment. So uh, hold tight. Let's see if uh, this car going to work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good Judy. You need advice? Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Do you feel a little stuck or maybe you're having family issues? Are you trying to date again? Or are you having money trouble? All the things. Ask good Judy. I will answer your questions on air. Just hit me up at it's sunny in the shade at gmail.com. How it said is how it's spelled. It's sunny in the shade at gmail.com. Get into it. Okay, and we back. So we're back. The lights are still on. That card work. That mean they took that booster card, baby. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Nathroka, for letting us get that card, even though that ain't your name on that card. Yeah. So Uh I kind of fucked that up, but we're gonna keep rolling with it. All right. right. (laughs) Look, Nathroka got hold to the soundboard too, child. Baby, look, you get a good booster, you gotta keep it fresh with them. They'll fuck around and then have you goop. Anyway, uh, we were talking about cancel culture. And so I got Trippy J here with me. I am Dwayne. And so I'm sorry. I just took your name. (laughs) So uh, anyway, um, Trippy J was talking to us about Doja Cat. Uh, He's a stand for Doja Cat. Like I actually got introduced to Doja Cat. Because of Trippy J. So I'm a big fan of her music as well. But this is seemingly problematic. And before we left the break, you was letting us know that she was, I feel like she didn't get a fair chance. Okay. Because like, like I was referring to, we have several full African-American comedians who make racist jokes and who make jokes that are on the line Mm -hmm. and we laugh. But when you have someone who is mixed, because I think her father's African-American and her mother is of a other race they didn't give her a chance to laugh at the jokes because they didn't look at that you have you don't have two black parents is he African American or is he Native African I think he's he lives in Africa I think he's actually African African so he's Native African he's he's Native African and they didn't get they were basically like well you're not full black so you can't laugh at this so we're canceled I don't know about that though I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't agree with that. And I gotta kind of agree with you because I do like yeah, Doja Cat. I like- love Doja Cat interviews because Doja Cat is very genuine of a person. But I think that sometimes, like when we're in those situations, 
we our our fight or flight senses kind of kick in and i think she kind of chose other it's kind of like the nervous anxious laugh thing and i saw the video that you're talking about where she was kind of like <laughs> like what the fuck do i do I right but i, I and, and i'm wondering like if she would have handled this situation differently would she even be on the council list like if she would have been like y'all got me fucked up don't talk about black people like that but she's not an aggressive person like she seems like a okay, very like calm calm person like spirit. she's on the weed without being on the weed like she just get along with everybody like just cool and i feel bad that she's on the council list because yeah. i like her so i feel like for me if i could use a council card revoke it'll definitely be for mrs doja but the thing is the things.com also reported that during that whole fiasco around that situation she tried to uh make a hashtag we are sorry doja trend the next day once once all it blew up dad mm, you're not supposed to do that where's your public girl where's your publicist like you get them on the job but you are not the one that needs to be pushing that so i just feel like she didn't know how to handle the situation because yeah she's just recently hit stardom and it's just like you've probably been in the game for like two years now tops you don't have experience with dealing yeah with the public right like and, how and especially with cancel culture and how right. we're really quick to bang the gavel it's like you have to walk on eggshells especially it was like is this the one thing that i'm gonna say that is gonna ruin my career for the rest of my life <laughs> but i think that that yeah i think people don't have they don't have grace and mercy uh when it comes to celebrities they're very uh calm with a fine-tooth comb in that matter and that's, that's really sad. Like, that really hurts my feeling about Doja Cat because she's really chill and cool and she's not on no dumb shit. It would be different if, like, you had a Nicki Minaj being upset, you know, at a fan who was white and shot off on them and told them something really crazy, you know, did something real, like, just, you know, greasy. And so the thing is, for me, I'm like, everybody loves to hate Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she kind of takes that and like, yeah, so what? I know y'all hate me because I'm the motherfucking queen. And blah, 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 you know, and it's that whole thing, you know? And so I'm like with that persona and stuff that kind of comes with the territory. Doja Cat, nah, mm-hmm. she ain't on that. Like, come on. Her her first song, I ain't gonna say her first song, but her song that she was noticed by was Bitch, I'm a Cow. And y'all mad Ooh. at her about that? Right. Doja Cat, if you listen to this, like we love you. Yeah, I love you. And hit us up. Like, let's do an interview. Like, get on, get on here. We'll rehash this whole subject about council culture and your experience. And like, get in our inbox, you know, and hit us up. Like, Doja Cat, bitch, I'm a cow. Ooh, right. But I'm sick of say so. I need you to give me some more hot shit though. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I wonder how many co-hosts are fans of Harry Potter. Yeah, you Raise are too. His hand in silence, right? Because we are not pleased with Mrs. Rowling. Yeah, we got to talk about J.K. Rowling on the cancel list. So, um, once again, according to the things dot com and other resources, uh, J.K. Rowling basically was on Twitter, um, 
really talking shit about the trans and being very transphobic. Um, that's one of those things that's close to my heart because I don't like when nobody fuck with I with the alphabet mafia. I don't care what side of it it is. You fuck with us. You fuck with one of us. You fuck with all of us. And in that case, my thing is, I'm like, okay, I, I don't think I'm a boycott Harry Potter movies. I enjoy them. Yeah, However, I'm not buying a bitch book. <laughs> and I'm, and if this bitch come out with something else, baby, they, the, the book stops here. I'm not spending a dime on it. So that's simply so pass go and don't collect your two hundred dollars, right? But uh, of, of course, some of this stuff people would want to say allegedly. But um, looking, I actually saw the tweets myself, so it ain't no allegedly to that what I saw. But uh, J.K. Fo- uh, J.K. Rowling. You on the bullshit, fuck you. Cause my thing is I'm like, it's clearly like sexuality and identity is really a spectrum. Yes. In my and when you have the Harry Potter franchise that was made to be a world for misfits to get away or for people to feel like they're individual selves and for you to say that right. oh, only these people and these people exist, anybody else who fall in the middle. Pretty counterproductive you, to what you you're what trying you're to establish, right? And yeah. you'd made billions off of Harry Potter on billions, right? Like, bitch, I need you to get your shit together, girl. Uh-huh, honey. I can't deal. <laughs> All right, so um, the thing is, I'm like, I think we let's do go ahead and maybe you know unpack one more. So we gotta talk about, I think the biggest cancellation. Outside of anyone we've named, yes, yes, is your auntie TT Ellen. Right. For me, for me, I know there are so many rumors and things allegedly circling around Mrs. DeGeneres, and uh-huh, I have honey. come on, get into it. I have it's really hard for me because I'm in denial because I'm just like <laughs> she seems like a such a sweet, genuine person that uh-huh. I cannot believe TT Ellen did anything to hurt anybody. However, you can't put it past them, and I'm not, I wasn't there to see it, so mm. I don't know. Well, but I'm been, watching. But it's been like you know stories that several people, celebrities, and and just other folks alike, uh, actually shared according to you know some of the information that I found on the internet. Which you know you can't believe everything because people can put out there and say fart, fart, fart in a in a you know paragraph, and it's going to be read. But allegedly, Ellen DeGeneres kind of, you know, included with her staff, treated people badly and said and done things that really make it uncomfortable on set. I think it's kind of like one of those same things, kind of like uh, with Steve Harvey and how he was canceled. Right. Uh, honorable mention. And no. so people got a chance to actually see the leaked letter that he wrote to his staff saying, don't knock on my door. Don't interrupt me when I'm in the dressing room. And if it's between this time and that time, I don't want to see you. And then I also heard rumors allegedly that he refused autographs from folks and just a real jackass. Yeah. And, and this broke right around when the Kelly Clarkson show was being announced before she came on, because from my understanding, they kind of switch him out of that time slot to putting her, her in that time right slot. So his show ended her started in the same time slot. And there was a little bit of shade there. But the thing is like, like, you know, double D mother says on TikTok, if you play dumb games, you get dumb prizes. So yeah, honorable mention. Steve Harvey but going back to Ellen DeGeneres I think that 
I don't know if it's any truth in it or not, but everybody ain't singing the same song. Like, true, true. you know, my thing is like, if everybody's singing the same song, God damn it, it's a hit. And my thing, and it's like, you know, even though it's from different vantage points, it still uh, relays the same nature of the show behind the scenes, which is kind of problematic. You know, when you're looking at like Ellen saying, oh, well, I was the first out LGBTP, LGBTQ person. Oh, Lord, I had a P. Um, she was the first white lesbian, the first LGBTQ person on like um, network TV. television. Like right. TV. Right. They, thank you. Daytime TV and even on primetime TV because the Ellen show used to run in the evenings, kind of like Modern Family and other things like yeah. that. So that was quite, you know, pioneering. But at the same time, I think <clears throat> I, I, I look a little deeper at this because my work with the LGBTQ community and focusing on the black folks or people of color, I find that there is still a bit of racism between the white and the black populations being in the LGBTQ community. So I can only imagine like what kind of privilege Ellen is kind of moving around in with that. And so uh, it's not unbelievable to me, but it is disheartening to know you know that that's what's happened, yeah. and I think our last person, the honorable mention, would be B Simone. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Face. Is she even worth the conversation? Uh huh. Ooh, baby, I, I feel like we got a roast. You got a roast in you. My thing is with her. How can you <laughs> say? It's just like she's really hypocritical in speech because you're one of the people in our generation who got famous for kind of no apparent reason. And tell me, and, and for co-hosts who don't know let us know who b simone is what's her claim to fame b simone is just like she was one of those internet personalities who posted funny videos and just ranting and just like talking about stuff and at first it Mm -hmm. was okay but as she started to rise to stardom she kind of got like an airhead yeah and And she she also was on wild and out yeah that's where she got a lot of her popularity as well i think the popularity led her to wild and out got it yeah shout out to nick cannon okay we're very much so facebook instagram Mm -hmm. and then you made it to wild and out Mm -hmm. and you allegedly (laughs) wrote a book that was allegedly all of your work but we all know how that turned out Uh the shade of it all yeah and she came for like the normal average person because she was like in looking for a partner she can't have anyone who works a nine to five they have to be an entrepreneur and she basically looked down on everybody who's like working to make a solid living. Yeah. And the conversation was just like, so you want an entrepreneur, you want somebody who's going to achieve their success and do it the way you see fit for you to be attracted to them via the person who's waking up and grinding every day to get the same level that you are, but mm. you're knocking you're knocking their version of doing that because you don't have to punch a clock. You can make a post and make money via you look down on people who go to but work I'm on, every day. I'm like, but bitch, what five. was you doing 10 years before? Like, I'm sure you was probably like, even if she was a younger person, like everybody starts off, you know, working a nine to five and punching somebody clock to get their money. I just thought that was, that was really like, Rude. like talking outside your ass you know what i'm saying like it was so ironic that that conversation happened and like a couple of months later we found out the truth about her plagiarism scandal 
Oh, so she didn't the, write the book. She didn't. No, allegedly, allegedly still, but allegedly, allegedly, she did not write. She that allegedly, book. she did not write the book. Wow. So everything about manifestations and chasing your destiny was actually, well, allegedly someone else's work. That sounds like somebody else's book. Like I can name the secret and like a couple of so other many, books yeah, that kind of talk about it manifesting. It's the same idea. Yeah, that's Oprah concept. That's you know, Young Levanzant concept. Like a lot of people do that. So interesting. But be Simone, for me, you're still canceled if you're listening. Uh huh, honey. Well, honey, I think uh, we covered a lot with that, and and yeah, you gave you let have. Come on, Trippy J. Look, he, look, I I had to just let him go, just take the leash totally off. Totally took the mic today. No, it's totally all good. Like my thing is, like I talk all the time on every episode, but it's always great to have you here for that. Like to dip, dip, do it, and dodge. <laughs> Anyway though uh, With me making no sense right now uh, Make sure y'all check us out on social media You Make sure you go to Facebook and Instagram Get in those comments Send us emails Let us know what you're thinking Who the fuck got cancelled And what do you think about that Like who should have got cancelled Who didn't And who got cancelled Where you want to go ahead and kind of pull that back And be like nah they shouldn't be cancelled And uh, you can do all of that On It's Sunny in the Shade On Facebook and Instagram And how it's said is how it's spelled and once again if you want to get the latest episode and get those notifications you need to go and subscribe right now on anchor iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify overcast breaker stitcher pocket cast radio public and anywhere podcasts are available uh it's been great this has definitely been a good conversation you kind of sure has Thank you kind of shocked me. me well come around more we'll get you on here more all right. Um, and once again, if you guys are interested in advertising and uh, being in front of our listening audience, you know, the co-hosts, they would love to hear what you got to sell. And if it's some good shit, I'll even sell your shit myself. I'll hawk it on air. So make sure you check us out. Uh, hit us up. It's sunny in the shade at Gmail dot com and get in our inbox as well on our social media. So uh, it's been great. We're going to go ahead and get the fuck up out of here and find some more people we can cancel around this bitch. Cause All right. people, they, they run in the muck in a castle like mama D says. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good. And it's always sunny in the shade. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>